Welcome to Game Changers Live from Miami, Florida. My name is Sergio Tijera. I'm your host. And each and every week, we bring you someone who has been a game changer in their field and who's touched the lives of thousands to get their perspective on their journey, their mindset, their struggles and successes so that we can inspire you on your journey. So let's get started right now. the Game Changers Live. My name is Sergio, your host, and we come at you each and every week with some amazing guests. And again, this week is no exception. I got my buddy Tim Wills here with us. Hey, Tim. Hey, Sergio. Thanks for having me, man. Uh, Tim is a very good friend of mine. We've known each other since we were kids. And so Tim is an avid distance runner with over a decade of experience. He's a UESCA certified coach and founder of Go the Ultra Mile. And if you've ever run any kind of distance, any kind of half marathon, marathon, and you start thinking about an ultra, I mean, this is the guy to talk to. Competing <laughs> in ultra marathon events, he's done the Keys 100, the Cross Florida 116, that's 116 miles, the Daytona 100, the Vero Beach 100, which he just finished. He continues to discover the intrinsic value of setting goals and pushing beyond limitations. So for over a decade, the sport and lifestyle of running have carried Tim on a journey from self-exploration to finding meaning and purpose. He's the author of The Ultra Mile, a great book. It's right over here. Make sure to pick it up. You can buy it on Amazon right now. You can look, at, you know, look for it there. And uh, using a combination of science, philosophy, psychology, and mm -hmm. personal experience, he introduces running as a freedom, passion, and opportunity to pursue what lies beyond perceived limitations. So the ultra mile could signify the beginning of your search to unlock hidden strength and attain your true potential. So what's up, Tim? Good to see you, man. Hey, you too. It's funny we connect like this, you know? Yeah, you know, absolutely. Those things bring us together, you know? So I, you yeah. know, I'm a runner and obviously not, not to the level you are. I think a few people are, but running to me is such a, um, not only physical, but mental, um, release, right. A kind of release of yeah. stress. And I, I think so creatively after, you know, during and after having run. So tell me about, you know, yeah. have you always, have you always been a runner? When, when did you discover running and, uh, yeah. and tell me about that story a bit? Yeah, sure. Well, you know, growing up, like I was always outside running around yeah. and I was just always active. You know, I never, um, I never got into distance running until well after high school, maybe around the age 25, you know, I'm 38 now. So, um, you know, I was always active growing up team sports, always playing outside, always on the bike, you know, I was just yeah. always active. I had to burn energy, you know. Um, I played basketball, baseball growing up, but man, I'll tell you, a couple of years after high school, once I found running, once I ran, I guess my first three miles straight, and I thought, wow, that's a that's a five k, you know. I I didn't know I can do that, you know. I just started yeah. doing it from there, you know. <clears throat> and and that was your perceived limit then right and who was right. going to tell you that you'd be running a hundred miles one day no never believed it <laughs> no well and and a lot of times yeah. we place <clears throat> these limits on ourselves right that we just don't know what we don't know and we know that we can go further we know that we can we mm -hmm. could um you know do things that maybe we don't really believe we're capable of but we really can't 
And sometimes right. you just need a push. You need somebody to believe in you. What right. was that thing for you that you started to, did you start uncovering that yourself in, in terms of like, uh, yeah, I can do more. I, I, let me, let me try the next level up. Yeah. I have to say, I got to hand it to the half marathon and marathon, you know, <clears throat> um, when I ran my first half marathon and I saw guys coming in running the full marathon, uh, I did the Miami marathon, the Miami half marathon first. And I said, right when I finished, I said, man, I'm going to do the full marathon next year. And I didn't know what I was doing. I had no clue what I was getting into, but I showed up the next year. I did it. It wasn't pretty. Um, <laughs> that was the point where I really saw where it really clicked with me. I just did something that I never thought I would be capable of doing, you know, and that's, that's where it all kind of started for me. You know, I sat with the marathon for a few years and once I started, you know, kind of getting the hang of it, it was never easy, but I started entertaining ultra, you know? Now, when, when I, let me ask you this, when I run a half marathon, I've only done half marathons. I've done tons of them. And I, and I always say next year, I'm going to run the full. Right. And then I never trained for it enough to, right, <laughs> to right, right. feel comfortable because if I, if I'm going to run it, I want to run it the whole way. I don't want to, you know, stop and walk and, you know, kind of half-ass it. I hear you. Yeah. But every time I finish the half, I'm so exhausted. Like my legs are, are jello. How did you feel after your half? Were you still good? Like your, your no. legs are still fresh? Look, the first half marathon I ran, I took a nap when I got home. And when I woke up, it felt like I got hit by a truck. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> and I'm not the only one then. Right, right. No, and, and I just believe the body uh, can be trained to handle anything. If it's trained appropriately, I think, you know, with the appropriate amount of time, appropriate, you know, progression, I think it can handle anything, you know? How big of a role does your mindset play in that in, in saying, yeah, I got more in the tank. I could, I could, I could push yeah. more. I think that's what it comes down to Sergio. I really do, man. I'm really convinced, you know, and yeah, we can train the body to handle anything, but I, I'm just really convinced, especially with uh, the ultra running that I've been getting into. It just, it really boils down to a point where I have nothing left and it's, it's all about the mindset. Am I going to keep going or am I going to stop? You know, um, it happens every time. It happens every time, sometimes at different points in the race, <laughs> you know? So but, you, so let, let me go back. So you run, you start running the, the full marathons, right? And you get your first yeah. full under your belt. Yeah. How did you feel after that race? No, I, I was completely destroyed, like mentally and physically, like, man, that was, that was so much harder than I actually thought it was going to be. <laughs> um, and that's why I kept revisiting it. You know, I wasn't ready to step it up right away. I kept revisiting the marathon until I began to feel a little more used to that kind of discomfort, you know? Um, and, and what yeah, was the hardest part about it? The, the, the mental part, just, you know, your mind just saying, Hey, quit, walk, take a seat, yeah. sit down, just stop. You know, it's not worth it. Or was it the physical pains? Yeah, it's, you know, it's the body beginning to just break down, shut down. Um, just things, I, I think the longer the races go and the, the tougher the conditions are, the, the problems begin to compile. And, you know, yeah, there's things we can do to kind of minimize those things. But 
the longer the races are, the more Eventually. they pile, <laughs> you know, and yeah, and um, yeah, I just feel it. It boils down to a mindset, you know. And the thing with with running is that you can't cheat. Like you can't just show up and and run a half marathon. Your body's not going right. to let you. You really right. need to put in the work, right? And the hours and the miles <laughs> in order Absolutely. to succeed. Absolutely, yeah. Mm -hmm. So then you decide to run your first ultra and was it a hundred miles or was it shorter? No, I, so I, I jumped from the marathon to the 50 K it's probably the next step up. You know, it goes from uh, the marathon like 30, is 26.2. So like 31, miles, or 31 miles. Right. Yeah. So it's a five mile jump and you know, I mean a marathon <laughs> training plan would you already would, ran that many miles. What's another five? <laughs> it would work. It would work for the 50 K it's just, being out there a little longer, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, then you get into these ultras. And so a hundred miles, I mean, let's put that into perspective from people, for people, you know, how far is a hundred miles from what city to what city? I think you ran one from Jacksonville to Daytona. Yes, exactly. So that's a hundred miles from Jacksonville to Daytona. Jeez. Um, a hundred is like key Largo to key West, you know, Wow. I have friends that have run the Keys 100, but uh -huh. in, in a team. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. And, in, and, you know, after six, seven miles, they are exhausted because it's so right. hot. It's hot. It is brutal. There's no shade at all. You know, you get right. the wind hitting you, the sea, right. the, the sea salt and, you know, all the conditions and stuff. How did you, yeah. you know, how, how do you get through something like that? I, so here's the thing with the hundred with the hundred milers um i i respect them tremendously and honestly truthfully they scare me they scare me going in um i'm anxious going in there's absolutely no guarantees finishing for anybody out there um the races are just so long and so much can happen and it doesn't matter how appropriate somebody is trained just who knows what the race is going to bring and and uh yeah nobody's guaranteed a finish out there and that's that's the part that i really um uh it kind of scares me and i i feel i keep being drawn to that because i feel like that's where a tremendous amount of growth is for myself you know as a person as and for the mindset so i'm at mile 42 and a half i came in around mile 40 in about nine hours and 50 minutes. So I'm very pleased with the progress I've made so far, but it's just a very, very, very hot day. Just no clouds in the sky, very hot, not much shade at all. So just trying to manage the heat, constant, constant little stops, maybe just a couple minutes to douse the body in some ice water and just stay up on hydration, nutrition and electrolytes you know it's it's a way of testing my mindset putting it to the test and see seeing if if i have what it takes to keep going you know so you're and, and you're testing your physical limitations as well not only your mental but your physical yeah. limits yeah why, but why do it why why put yourself through that what are you trying to discover is mm -hmm. there an end to it where you say, okay, now I really know myself, or is this a never ending, you know, it, process of self-discovery where, you know, right. it is a bottomless 
bucket you know <laughs> you just keep digging Look, it's it's the best question it's i feel it's the best question out there and i i feel it continues to evolve over time for myself as an athlete you know over the past decade i feel that answer has evolved several times you know um i i feel uh, um that's where it's at for me i want to i want to find you know that limit and I want to see if I can go beyond that. And I've felt over time I can just continue to push it and push it and push it further. And as I continue to do that, I'm uh, I'm getting into a, an area where I just didn't think I'd ever I'd ever be, you know. And and it has to do with the mindset. I want to strengthen. I want to strengthen it. But how else, you know, we can sit in the gym and lift weights all day and strengthen our muscles all day. But how is it that we strengthen the mind? You know, um, that's what I'm very intrigued by. That's that's a bit what I'm after. I feel this direction is is what I'm after. That's I want to know. I want to. I'm very intrigued by the psychological uh, aspect of endurance sports, you know? Yeah. I, that's what I'm after. I feel there's something special there. I really do, you know? And so you, you gravitate towards pushing that boundary and seeing, you know, are the limits perceived limits or are they actual physical limits? Mile 76, pushing through about, I guess, 21 hours. Um, man, I've been crashing for probably the last eight miles uh laid down on the pavement uh for about three minutes but got eaten up by bugs and uh not really eating or drinking much but just gotta keep moving just gotta keep moving till it passes i'll get through it and then maybe some good times ahead but just gotta keep moving you know, it's a combination of both. I'll tell you this last uh, hundred that I just did this past weekend, the Vero Beach, you know, 100, uh, just a few days ago, I was at probably the lowest point I've ever been in a, in a race before. I'd never experienced being this low mentally, physically, and emotionally. And it happened about mile 85, 86, 87, somewhere in there. Wow. And I, I have to say, I was, I was convinced that I found my limit. You know, I found what yeah, I, I finally hit the wall. You no, know, I finally found it. <clears throat> um, and invariably, inevitably, just some time passed and, and I got through it, you know? Um, so I was take, take, take everybody through that experience since it's fresh in your mind. You just, you just ran okay. it. So right. here you're going from where to where? So this was uh, in Vero Beach, and I was on uh, the last, pretty much the last 20-mile stretch. So this yeah, tell, me, tell me about the race itself, the profile of the race. And where, where are okay. you going from? Where do you end? Is so it all street? Is it different terrains? Okay. Yeah, this was a very unique race. It was the first year they had it. Um, so it started in Wabasso Island, just north of Vero Beach, and that's the home base. And they call it the octopus because it has eight particular arms, eight routes going to and from the home base. 
Wow. Uh, these particular routes are different distances, um, different terrains. So it was tough to get into a groove. I mean, sometimes we were on the beach for certain stretches. Sometimes we were hitting some trails. Other times we were on the pavement for a good while, and then we were back on another trail. Um, so, and back on the beach and it just couldn't get in a groove, you know? And if you've run on the beach before, you know how hard that is to do. <laughs> there was no push off, you know? Yeah, that's hard. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I was on arm number seven. It was the one that I was most intimidated by. Um, but it's also the one that I mentally prepared for most, you know? And it was a 20 mile stretch, pretty much. It started at mile 78, leaving the base, and you come back around mile 98, you know? And it was pretty much getting into the next day. And so this is, this is for, for everybody out there. How long does it take to, to run a hundred miles for you? Um, I did this one in 28 hours and 49 minutes. So, so this is 28 <laughs> hours and 49 minutes of running. <laughs> so, yeah. You know, very little sleep, if any, uh, right? No, I, I didn't sleep. Yeah, I didn't sleep. And the, the bugs were insane out there. Um, I laid down for three minutes um, right there on the sidewalk. Just I was ready to crash for a few minutes. So I, I laid down and the bugs just ate me alive. I literally just thought it was best to keep moving. Oh, my God. Um, but, but yeah, getting back to that point. You know, I, I was doing well. I have to say, you know, miles 70 to 100 were, were the toughest. And I feel though that's where the the race is really at in the 100-mile race. It's it's pretty much 70 to 100 is, is going to be the toughest stretch. Um, you know, my wall was waiting for me at mile 85. I just, I just entered Sebastian Inlet Park, and I was on a trail, and I just, I just immediately began feeling really, really bad. Like I couldn't take another step. I just kept pushing, kept pushing, kept pushing. I got to a, I got out of the trail into some open water. There was a bench there and I was with my brother, Tony at yeah. the time. He was pacing me at that time. I told him I need to sit down. I'm feeling really bad. Um, my legs just felt like they were going to give out on me. Um, I sat there and I just started crashing faster and faster. Um, I literally, I, I was at a point where I couldn't even, I was looking at my hands. I couldn't even will my finger to move, you know? Wow. Um, and I, I, I turned to my brother and I said, man, I, I don't think I have another 15 in me, you know? And here we are in the middle of nowhere, really. Um, I can't move a finger. <laughs> I'm trying to, I'm trying to will myself to move a finger. I can't even lift it. And you're drinking um, electrolytes and water and fruit yeah. and whatever you can put in you to. I was doing well with that. Stimulate yourself. Well with that. Yeah. Yeah. I just think it was the exhaustion. And um, I started feeling really weak. And I told them, I don't think I have another 15 in me. And I threw up right there. <laughs> and I, I thought to myself, you know, this is it. This may be the first time I experience a point in a race where I just. I, you know, I, I really can't even stand up right now. Um, a couple minutes passed by and there was a timing mat that I had to hit about a quarter, quarter mile away. I, you know, my brother 
convince me. Let's just hit the timing, Matt. We'll come right back and sit for a while. We got plenty of time. I was doing well on time. I had plenty of time to finish. It was just a matter of if I could keep moving, you know? Mm -hmm. so I hit the timing, Matt. And then when I got back to the bench, I said, no, let's let's keep going, you know? And, yeah. and I pretty much didn't stop from there. Bio, 99 and a half. Uh, this sport never ceases to amaze me. I don't know where else I can find a challenge like this, something that brings the best out of me in this particular way. I, I just don't know where else to find it. it. It just brings the absolute best out of me. And it never ceases to amaze me. It blows me away. So I'm gonna run in with my family, my crew. They worked so hard. Yesterday, all night, this afternoon, and uh, to help bring me a successful finish. And I want to thank everybody for sending me the messages that you did. And I want to thank my family for the support. And if you relate this to, you know, to, to normal life, there, there's a lot of times where, you know, when people feel like they have nothing left. You right. know, no, right. nothing left to give, no more energy, no more, you know, they're in a place of frustration. Maybe they just, they're like, man, I'm, I'm working at this business. I've given it my blood, sweat and tears and I got nothing left and you feel like giving up and everybody yeah. encounters that, that limit in their, in their mind, you know, but when you run, yeah. you you break through these these perceived limits that you have. You come out the other side, and you're like, "Oh, look, I, you know, I've never been here, but now yeah. you know that you can get there," which gives you the confidence to to then break through another wall that you have coming up. And yeah, you know. So, tell me about about the character. You know, there's a there's a quote in your book that I like that um, says, "Running has carved and sculpted the decisions I make in my day to day life." And so tell me about the kind of the character building journey, right? That, that you've been on And at this point, is there anything right. you feel that you can't do? I, I believe there's nothing I can't do. If I, if I fully commit myself, if I sacrifice myself, if I give it my all, I feel there could be failures along the way, you know, I feel there's things completely unrealistic and impossible. I can't fly, you know, so sure. we can remove the the extreme, you know, ridiculousness from it. But, you know, as for goal setting, as for things that that people want to accomplish, I feel if there's a, a true desire, a true passion, a a consistent amount of self-discipline and sacrifice, um, and, and an endless time frame, you know, I mean, it could take a year, it could take three years, it could take 10 years to get somebody where they want to be. And uh, I feel it's possible for anybody, you know, if we if we go in those directions, you know, it, it may, it may change and waver along the way, you know, some time frames are longer than others. So, um, you know, it depends what happens along the way, there's going to be difficulties. But um, yeah, I feel if the passion is there, if the consistency is there, I feel we just continue to grow and build upon, you know, 
what we've done, you know? As as a coach, I know that a lot of um, inspiration to do more and be more can come from somebody believing in that person. Somebody right. from the outside saying, hey, I believe yeah. in you. I know that you can do it. Right. I can see it in you. Maybe you right. don't see it in yourself. Right. And holding them accountable. So having an accountability partner, having a coach of some kind where they call you up and say, hey, we're meeting at this time. We're going to go run. Or, right. hey, did you do what you're supposed to do yesterday? Did you eat right. the way you're supposed to eat? Right. And, um, you know, how big of a role does that play in, you know, in people? Because I know that now yeah. you have your company and you do coaching and, and, and yeah. uh, for running, but that also builds character and accountability and things like that. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, I, I feel that's the most enjoyable part of it is is working with somebody and, you know, I learn from them, too, and they learn from me. And I mean, it's 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 truly a, a passion. And I feel a conversation I have with with a lot of people is it's OK to have bad workouts. You know, if you got out there, if you weren't feeling well and you got out there and you did the best you could, that's where it's at, you know. That's where, that's where showing the, up. Yeah. Right. Just show yeah. up. Yeah. That's, that's where the growth is because it's easy to get out there when I feel well, you know, it's easy to get out there when it's not too hot and, you know, I run a faster pace and, and everything's perfect, perfect conditions. That's, yeah. that's all great. But, but what happened when it is hot? What happened when uh, I didn't feel like working out? What happens when I'm extremely tired? Um, yeah. What if it's raining outside? You know, um, did I get out there and do do the work? So sometimes I have this conversation. They don't like the way their workout went. You know, they didn't feel well. That's I feel that's where the strengthening of the mindset comes in, you know, because if I if I threw out my training, you know, didn't get out there and put in the work when I didn't feel well. You know, that's just going to begin to strengthen the wrong part of the mind. You know, yeah. I'm just going to be strengthening the part of the mind that wants me to, you know, not put in the work. Um, if I if I ignore that, if I get out there anyway, um, I'm just going to strengthen the part I want to. And that's what's going to help me in the race. That's what's going to help me in life. I have that conversation frequently. I love those types of workouts, you know. So I tell them, did you get out there? Did you give it the best you can? That's a great workout. I like that one better than the ones that you were feeling yeah. great and you nailed the workouts, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Cause you grow more through adversity through the, you know, when you don't feel like showing up, that's when you should be most proud of yourself of showing up, even though it may not have been the best, you know, workout that you've done. Right. There's a, a big mind body connection mm -hmm. that, you know, whether, you know, we talk about the runner's high um, and other sports have it as well, but something particular about running that it just dissipates, you know, stress, it dissipates, it, it clears up your thinking. And so yeah. I really believe in that, that mind body connection where, you know, your body is moving, it's, it's flowing and it really clears up your mind to start thinking creatively, come up with fresh business ideas, you know, think about deeper problems, think about, you know, perhaps relationships that you want to amend and you come back and you just have this sense of peace, right? A kind of calm, yeah. Uh, which yeah. is unbelievable. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, it, it happens for me, it's with running. 
Um, I encourage anybody to find what that yeah, thing be is. Swimming, be biking, but you know, whatever, but something, it's, right? Exactly. Drawing, sitting down, whatever, whatever it is that calms them. Um, for me, just getting to get away from the work, you know, the, the parenting, the, the phone, the TV, whatever the, all the distractions are in life, you know, just getting out there and having an hour to myself. I get to think about my day, plan my day, strategize my day. Yeah. Uh, think about previous days. Think about some, you know, obstacles I'm in in life. You know what my options are, what the best way is to go about solving them. You know, I I don't think about those things when I'm you know on my phone and at work and you know constantly the craziness of parenting and I don't yeah. get a chance to to really sit down and go through that kind of thinking, you know? Yeah. So that's what running is for me. Sometimes it's just meditation, you know, it's that's my, true. my meditation, you know, I get my, my time, my thinking, you know? Yeah. I think we all need some time to, to kind of break away from the day to day stress and the craziness that happens each day. Yeah. So Tim, buddy, yeah. you've been amazing, man. So we're, you know, go the ultra mile. You know, yeah. Here you can see it here. The Ultra Mile book. You can find it on Amazon. Uh, you can find them on Instagram as well. Go the Ultra Mile and go the Ultra Mile dot com. And uh, if they want to email you, is it go the Ultra Mile at Gmail? Yep. Correct. You can't forget yeah. it. <laughs> any questions? Any questions anybody has? Feel free to send me an email. Yeah. yeah fantastic, buddy. Yeah. Well, thanks for being on Game Changers, brother. You're an inspiration hey. to many. And, uh, and love all the knowledge you've dropped on everybody here. So we'll talk to you soon. Thank man. you, Sergio. Pleasure, man. If you loved what you heard in today's episode of Game Changers, please subscribe and rate us. The lessons and the stories in these podcasts are immensely valuable. So I invite you to share them with a friend who needs to hear it. You may end up being the game changer in their lives.